0: Something that we know is horrific. I would have rather
1: watched an actual (laughs) dog fight, not a staged one. Terrible, like
0: you you would rather go to some guy's basement.
1: uh, Yeah, live, not like dark web footage. Mm -hmm. I would rather go to a live dog fight, (laughs) where real, adorable, like cute dogs
0: are forced to murder each other. Are forced to
1: murder each other. None of them make it out. Yeah.
0: Even the one who wins, he doesn't make it out.
1: No, the winner gets killed.
0: Yeah, and then eaten by some rich guy. By me, like, I'll eat it.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's then bad. watch that film again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brutal. Absolutely brutal experience. And just remember, it's too late to get out of it, so you might as well go on. Do you ever get the feeling
0: People are incapable of not caring.
2: I'm screwed up and average enough that I could write a song that'll live on forever. And then after that, it don't matter. I am the king of gay chickens. Uh, No, seriously, what the fuck? Honestly,
1: you're in a memory in your subconscious. Fuck, seriously? I don't know what you've been told, little lady, but the rest of us started at nine. I kidding,
0: I'm just kidding. Good morning.
2: Hi <laughs> hey, Benny. Looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river <laughs> Is it going to be like this all the time?
1: <laughs> my my mom <laughs> has has a has a conspiracy theory.
0: Okay, good. this'll this will be enlightening.
1: She brought this up with me <laughs> one day recently. She was like, "You know how you see, how you, when you see films, there's the bit at the start with all the different logos." I was like, "Yeah, the different like production companies that are involved in the film." She's like, mm. "Yeah, but it's all it's always different ones, and there's always someone there that I think I've never heard of them before. <laughs> they can't all be real, can they?" <laughs> I was like, "What do you? What do you?" saying like what do you what do you think is is true here it's like ah, oh, it just just doesn't seem right that there would be <laughs> five production companies each of which only ever make one film and like so i think she thinks there's some sort of like money laundering operation going on <laughs> where people are setting up shell companies and it's like you know parrot films or whatever when and you never you never see parrot films again there's only that one time realistically
0: what it is is That thing you never see again is someone's put their lifeblood into this specific film, spent six years writing it, getting it produced. They get their
1: sweet brand new
0: film company name on something, and then it's fucking shit. And
1: and parrot films and parrot films are never heard from again. Yeah, there's that. But also, isn't it just every time you see those logos, you then immediately watch a film, so you don't really remember those (laughs) logos you saw at the start. So why why would you? Yeah. Which is why I've never understood cinema advertising. I can't imagine a worse time to advertise something. Well, through cinema advertising, Oscar
0: Williams can reach up to 300,000 people each week about your something.
1: something. Yeah, Oscar Williams, the only cinema ad I remember are ads for cinema advertising, (laughs) which is only because they've played before every movie for the last 15 years. Yeah. So that's that's a false economy, I think.
0: I think cinema advertising works... Well, no, I think it works for local businesses. It works for films. For local businesses? I don't think so. Well, I know a lot about Renaissance Retirement Village <laughs> over in the Redlands because I go to the cinemas at Cineplex quite a lot. Yeah. And that plays every single time. Sure, but you, you go
1: to the movies
0: a I lot. I do go to the movies more than I would assume the average person goes I don't know to
1: who's walking out of Shazam 2 going, you know, it was a good movie. But what I'm really thinking about is I should get into Pillow talk. <laughs> I because should visit that local dentist. What stuck with me the most <laughs> was the footage of those white ladies falling happily onto pillows in that pillow talk ad. Too many pillows. It doesn't make sense. It is. It is too many. Mm. You know how many pillows you need?
0: Two. Yeah. There is. There. There is too many pillows in the world. Yeah. Well, in some people's beds. In the. You ever I, seen photos of like houses when they've been done up for sale, and that you can see like a foot worth of bed. Yeah. And the rest of the bed is like. Pillows that aren't lying down, they're standing up like a library of pillows.
1: I, yeah, I, I think pillow talk and... Pillow talk adjacent companies. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to like bump up the median of how many pillows you think you have. <laughs> think they're just trying to generate a world in which every bed has nine pillows on it. Because that quadruples their business. I quite
0: often struggle to make my bed as it is. Because I'm going to sleep in it again and I don't really give a fuck. Uh-huh. But imagine oh. you were that person who had like 80 pillows. Jordan Peterson just and you shivered you just, wherever you he is. take them off every night. And you fill your entire bedroom with pillows. More pillows than... <laughs> Yeah, is is foreseeable in the in the floor space around yeah. your bed. Floor is pillows. You that sleep point. with your one pillow that you sleep with every night. Yeah,
1: maybe two, like a marine. Yeah, huh. Mm-hmm.
0: And then in the morning you get up, you hide that pillow so no one knows it exists. Yeah, because that's your gross sleeping pillow. Yeah, and then the rest of them who've never been loved yeah. get placed upon that bed and they sit there in their resentment for you for the entire day. Yeah, until you come in again.
1: I have a very low patience with sofa again, pillows. throw them into the as well. uh, see, because a sofa like, is made of pillows. A sofa is sofa, one big pillow, but sofa—it's cushions on cushions.
0: But sometimes you want a cushion on your lap so you can put your book on it. Sometimes you want to lay down on the sofa and need a little bit of extra cushion, and then that arm's <laughs> going to give you—you know—a sofa cushion. I don't. I a sofa don't. cushion is a is a is a worthwhile additive to a sofa. I don't. Also, you ever I seen a couch only. and just been like, "That's a boring fucking couch." If you put a Nicolas Cage cushion on that couch, I not boring no more.
1: I don't think I have ever looked at a couch and thought, oh, that's boring. I've looked at a couch and thought, that's a couch, and I've moved on with my day.
0: <laughs> what about when
1: you were couch I like, I like as little cushioning as possible. I just have a park bench in my living room. And it's got oh. one of the and it's got one of the armrests in the middle of it to stop homeless people sleeping. <laughs> on the subject I I of even as lie little down.
0: cushioning as possible. My favorite kind of couch is like a 1950s couch that has wooden arms wouldn't yeah just like one flat bit one flat bit you're mm-hmm. good you're watching your film yeah wouldn't i would understand. get comfortable as fuck on that thing
1: with bits of broken glass stuck to the top of it in case birds oh, land yes, on it i hate birds yeah absolutely i hate them yeah i want yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, 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 to ever see a bird you just want to <laughs> kick it in the knees don't you
0: but i wouldn't like you know how someone's when someone like puts all their weight on one leg and then you like nudge them in the back of the knee and they sort of collapse a little bit like an accordion yeah, can't okay. do with that with birds if they've so. got all their weight on one leg, that knee's facing your way. Yeah. True. You can't sneak up. That's, yeah. That is a design. That's evolution. That is. <laughs> That's evolution. <laughs> their mates were all like, hey, let's get Gary for too long.
1: Yeah. Everyone was ma- the first bird, everyone was making fun of back to-, back to front knees bird until they tried to do that trick on him. And they realized he was facing them the whole time. They thought he was looking the other way, but they realized <laughs> he's just got back to front knees. Mm. And then that bird became dinosaurs. Because that's evolution, isn't it? And then became um, birds again. Um, don't but birds became dinosaurs, dinosaurs became have birds, right?
0: Right wave l- knees though. Do, but no, also, no, they don't. They have dirigible legs.
1: No, they have back. They have backwards facing knees, like a horse. Yeah, but they have both. They have four because they've got
0: a thigh and then a knee and then a leg and then an ankle that goes down to the claws.
1: Jesus, yeah. what is what is what there? Where is the knee? At the
0: t- at the end of the thigh. You
1: never think about it. You never see a dinosaur kneeling down, do you? Unless it's Why would like it?
0: the, out of respect. The out respect, anything. From the first Jurassic Park movie, he's real sick. And oh he's yeah. Just like, oh. The big cuddly one. Yeah, the big, the big. Like I think, like a dinosaur would kneel down, like an elephant kneels down. Real sad. And only like, the, you shouldn't really be in the zoo, and I I feel sorry for you.
1: Only the cuddly Land Before Time ones. True. The ones that are a bit more metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not kneeling. They're not kneeling nah. for anyone. Nah, they'll no, they'll just
2: eat people.
1: Yeah, yeah. They see anyone kneeling. They, they're the ones that go around kicking out the other one's knees so they can <laughs> eat them. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Exceptional Thieves. This is a podcast where Isaac and I review and rewrite movies. I'm Sam. And I'm Isaac. And this is the third episode of our special series, Turns of Phrase, working our way through the many turns of the one and only Brendan Fraser, colon king of film. So this um, today's filmography about, starts oh, out a little slow. Yeah, it's a real bumpy start, as it yeah. turns out. Today we're talking about dogfight, nine ninety one's dogfight. Uh, there will be time codes below if you want to skip around and get to us talking about the movie and the very very brief segment in which we'll talk about Brendan Fraser's, which appearance. will probably happen at the end of the fucking episode. Well, he's well, he turns up halfway through the movie. Yeah, but once again, similar to Child of Darkness, Child of Light, but <laughs> this is a big step up from that because he's got a line and he does right. some choreography. He does have a line. He's on screen for I would say quadruple the time of Child of Darkness Child of Line. By that I mean 45 almost the four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to break I'm I'm looking forward to the movie where he oh, it's breaks that. I nowhere near
0: a minute though. It's it's like 10 seconds. Well, every and then second scene.
1: of this film felt like 6 seconds of normal time. You oh, are correct, yes. And I feel like by watching the 90 minutes of it, I've lost about 4 hours of my lifespan. mm Mhm. It's so, I feel. I do sort of being feel like in, a
0: pain inside me Yeah I That feel, I didn't have before
1: Yeah I think this is what it feels like When you wake up after being incepted <laughs> And you're like I, I, Was that just one night? Because I feel uh, like, uh, like uh, uh, Did Paris just fold itself? Uh, <laughs> well, it's okay I'm still in first class Everything's fine oh,
0: I do recognise these people But I it's probably because I slept
1: Imagine trying to incept someone like in economy <laughs> Fuck, they're in the middle seat. (laughs) Excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. Leaning over behind them with the headphones. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, So, anyway, yeah, today we're talking about
0: 991's dogfight. Oh, that's one thing. Sorry. Christian Nolan didn't think about. When you're on an aeroplane...
1: Uh, I'll stop you right there, Isaac. But when you're... There's nothing, with When there's you're not on an aeroplane... There's absolutely nothing.
0: You are sitting in your seat, enjoying yeah. whatever you're listening to. Absolutely, of course. Dong. <laughs> We're just passing oh, yeah. Never happens in Inception. Not True. through any of those levels of dream, do you hear? Dong! Yeah. And then a muffled voice just talking about where they're flying over. Yeah. Alaska is blue.
1: Everyone in the snow level suddenly has to put a seatbelt on. Yeah. Like, oh, no, turbulence. <laughs> Hopefully we don't have any, you know, massive plot holes like that in Oppenheimer.
0: Yes. The first one that the plot's already written for him. Well, it's like...
1: I guess so. But, you know, history is history is malleable, you know. Oh, you kind of do, yes. We learned that, that at school. Did we?
0: Yeah. Many countries actually learn a malleable version of history when oh, they go to school.
1: Right. Okay. You you weren't taught that it is malleable. You were taught this is well, this is what it is.
0: Yes, yes. I've I've taught. I've been. I've learned the history of the winners.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to the history of Australia. It starts <laughs> not very long ago. You might be surprised <laughs> to learn. Um, so tonight's is, full of bad topics. We're doing. <laughs> what are we here to talk? Actually, well, more importantly. Okay. More important. More more importantly. I was like, have you seen any good movies lately?
0: Yes, I have, Sam. What
1: mightn't they be?
0: What did
1: we see together? We saw John Wick 4, baby. Fuck this. Oh, man. Fuck yes! Was it good? It was good. It's, it's not ridiculous. as good as I thought it could be. Oh, really?
0: It's really not as good as it could be.
1: How could it be better?
0: Uh, Let's do non-spoilers and we'll do this, a few minutes of spoilers. This is a strange talk. point for it to be better. Less fighting.
1: At a certain point, they've decided we're just going to do fighting. Yeah, because it's three
0: hours of it's three it's, hours
1: it's three hours of fighting, and it is it is all good fighting. The
0: fighting is the storyline, and that's fine. Yeah, like there is a storyline that does take place within the fighting. A skeletal storyline. So much fighting. Yeah, it does
1: and get a bit exhausting. Yeah, and it clearly is exhausting for Keanu because the first yeah. fight is he's fucking slow. As and shit. I think it's meant to be exhausting as well. I think we're meant to. I guess. I, that, it it that took it I out. Like of me. I still
0: it. feel tired, and that yeah. could be from the film we've just watched. But
1: yeah, I think that's what saves it: is the fact that John Wick is doing impossible stuff all the time, mm. but he is also just having a horrible time doing <laughs> it yes. and is just suffering in, intensely. Mm. But yeah, I think I'll say it's basically like a Arthurian legend at this point. Mm. It's like it's a mythic story of just these archetypes bashing into each mm. other.
0: I I will say that I still admire them building and building and building upon the lore of the world in every film. Yeah. And it just expands and expands and expands. And we still haven't met at the high table.
1: I know. Well, yeah, spoiler alert. Devastate. I mean, we've met
0: the guy who's in control of them. We've met bits of twice. the high table.
1: Yeah, we've met the same guy in the desert, even though he's recast. Yeah. But, yeah, we still haven't seen the proper, proper high table. I guess they're trying to keep some power. Because once you've killed the high table, then what is it, aliens? Like, it's really, it's really over at that point. But it I think I I point after things. we saw it, like when you saw the first John Wick, you're like, oh yeah, he was a hitman. That was his job. And then he didn't want that job anymore, and so he got rid of all his stuff and he married this nice lady. But being a hitman is very different to now. This he base it's basically Game of Thrones that the world is. It's like mm-hmm. it's a feudal system based entirely on violence and honour. Yeah, there are right. armies but it's, of people but who it, it's, have
0: dedicated their lives to this. Yeah,
1: it's Game of Thrones, but everyone has a phone yeah. and guns. And can you imagine being in that kind of a world and be like, no, I'm done, and I'm so done, I'm going to concrete over all of my stuff. <laughs> you're definitely going to need that again. Like, whether or not your wife dies, whether or not the dog dies, you're definitely doing some more John Wick stuff. The amount
0: of people who've died in those films. The first one Mm. is a horrific amount of people to die. They're all from one gang. That gang is gone. And, like, all of those people presumably have families. So that affects an entire, let's say, a city, is affected by one night's activities by John Wick. Yeah. He goes to cities and around, and he's, he's killed so many people. Yeah. If the yeah. world if the world but it's okay, as a it's whole like, doesn't know that John Wick exists. Like if the regular world, not not this high table underground world, if it like yet yeah, everybody knows Baba Yaga, But like like just regular Joes. Yeah. Like us sitting here doing a podcast. If there was a John Wick in the
1: world, we would fucking know about There'd it. There'd be podcasts about it. There'd be a lot of Reddit threads. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. There would be photos. Yeah.
0: There'd be those blurry photos of but, the fucking Bigfoot, but yeah. it's it's just a dude in a suit. Yeah, but it's like yeah, wow, how did he Reeves survive that gunshot? In the exact same position. To his fucking suit, sixty fucking times. Nothing.
1: Yeah, it's basically a superhero story. <laughs> it is. Uh, Gun Fu, very good. Please yeah. keep going. Um, oh, I watched Elvis. Oh, you didn't watch that at the cinema? No. Did you love Elvis, Sam? Appalling. Oh. No. <laughs> Oh. I'm embarrassed for everyone that was involved. Oh. Austin Butler does a very nice performance, but it's just in the service of nothing. There's a review I read of it that I used, I think, what I would call the right terminology, called it a profoundly incurious film. <laughs> like, ju- it's just an absolutely interminable music video montage of it is stuff a music video montage yeah. of all the stuff that anyone who knows nothing about Elvis would think of off the top of their head that you'd probably put in an Elvis movie and the decision to make Tom Hanks in, in a career worst performance as I was say
0: or is it a career best performance because I hate no. him in that film I no, love Tom Hanks
1: but no I don't I don't hate the character I hate Tom Hanks and, and what he's doing but that's what the guy is like. Uh, but the decision to have that character who is the villain of the story narrate the story. Mm-hmm. It's and, Sally's and, and vision. Well, he get the, that character gets to give these sort of meaningful voiceovers and gets like the last word on Elvis's life in the way you're telling this story. Yeah. And without really giving us any insight into who Tom Hanks's character is and what he wants and what is gen, what, what he's even really doing, or how he's doing it or why he's doing it, it seemed like a just really incoherent and reductive vision of what their relationship must have been. Mm. And, yeah, and it's just Austin Butler, Tom Hanks, and every Australian actor Baz Luhrmann knows (laughs) doing some truly atrocious accents at certain points. And... (laughs) I know, And I know it was all sort of covid the way they had to make it. They did, yeah. Like when like when they're supposedly on the tarmac by that like awful CGI plane and stuff and he's about to take off. Just really rubbish stuff. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you hated it. I don't, you know. I didn't hate it. I don't like to I be didn't. too black and white there's about no, stuff. It's
0: not of the best thing.
1: Baz, Baz Luhrmann, I've, I've really... I've, Taken against Baz Lerman in quite a strong way. And, and so, you are more than entitled to do and so. And so I feel no... Because I've
0: never... And this may be blasphemous to a lot of people, because we do have a massive listening base.
1: Yep. I don't Well, let's do it, Isaac. Like, like, people listen in for the blasphemy. They are listening in for the controversy and the radical hot takes.
0: I don't like Strictly Ballroom or oh. The Great Gatsby.
1: No. No. Australia? I
0: do I do have time for Moulin Rouge, but... Sp- Specifically because it's a musical
1: and the songs are
0: done very, very well.
1: The one Baz Luhrmann movie I like is the one he didn't write because it's Romeo and Juliet. I know it's very lame in a lot of ways, but I think just because I watched it when I was very young and it burned itself into my brain. R plus J, great. But it really grinds my gears that he lists himself as a co-writer on Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, Baz? Did you co-write that? Yeah. Did you co-write Romeo and Juliet Baz Lerman? <laughs> Get over this. I know what you're saying. You had to do edits and stuff. Also Australia. But you're not you didn't co-write the screenplay for Romeo and Juliet, bro. How much did he take out? Oh I know all those plays are very like two
0: they're, and a half hours yeah, at least like at full five, length. Five, so. seven acts. Yeah. It's like it's like several days worth of theatre. Yeah. yeah. Um I have seen Luther. Fallen Son. Oh, right. Which is a Netflix original movie inspired by the television series of Luther. Yeah. Inspir- which is it a continu- continuation? It's a con- continuation, yeah. yeah. I love that show.
1: Yeah. That I've show ne- was some good. Cool. I've never watched it, but... Um, well, um, it's like Idris
0: is a badass cop, but because he's a badass British cop, good. he ain't shooting people. He ain't oh. like laying in... He's just being a badass cop.
1: Yeah. You just pick up a phone book and hit him or something. Uh-huh. You know, it's British much star. It's
0: much cooler than watching some... Like, as much as Die Hard is the best film ever made. As much as that is true. Luther don't shoot, like, 30 te- terrorists.
1: Yeah, British British crime dares to ask that question, what if police didn't have guns yeah. and still had to try and solve crimes? Uh, is it possible? Is it possible to fight against evil without shooting everyone? Apparently, apparently not.
0: Well, apparently it is. <laughs> Only if and, you're
1: Idris Elba. Uh, fallen Son?
0: Not terrible. Mm-hmm. but a uh, weird way to make a movie. Like it's the, I, I can't think of another way to make a Luther movie. Yeah. If you can't like, if you can't greenlit more seasons cause there are only six episodes and like, of Luther. All, well, no each season. Cause it's a British, oh, right. it's yeah, a sure. British drama. Yeah. You get six per year. Yeah. Or sp- six per two years.
1: Six every year. And that's the, whatever it is. I think they bring out six for every Olympics. I think that's, that's how, what, yeah, that's, yeah, how that's, that's how we like to it do is. it in England.
0: Um, yeah. But like, it's clearly written that it could have been, a six episode arc because he gets mm-hmm. framed and sent to prison yeah, and then okay. he
1: breaks out of prison and right. then he does, the zo- does his does So the BBC was like, you can't have another series. And yeah. like, But we want but to do But we've got so much series. stuff to do. Put right, it in a
0: well, film. Well, cram it into two hours. It's, it's Yeah. BBC films is something I've, you very rarely see these days. Andy Serkis is a bad guy and Luther does a nice
1: job. Is that a spoiler?
0: No. It you you know that from literally he walks on the screen, opening he's like, scene.
1: Hello, I'm Andy Circus. I'm in this prison and I'm bad. He's not even in the prison. Oh, spoiler
0: alert! He's. God, uh... Damn it,
1: Isaac! Stop spoiling everything.
0: Oh, sorry. This oh, is no. all given away in the trailer for the film.
1: I don't like when mm-hmm.
0: they do that. When they tell you who the bad guy is in the trailer.
1: I can't believe you watched the trailer. Okay. That's not mm. even like you.
2: I did. I
0: did. Trailer out for
1: extra Extraction Two. Oh, I saw it today. I cannot fucking wait. <laughs> it's so fucking. Good. I. Love Extraction. <laughs> Me too. Please make five of these. Oh, Let I'll be. gladly watch more of this shit. This is what Chris Hemsworth needs. He needs this kind of a franchise. <laughs> it's got a uh, big... I'm, I don't know if I'm, I'm... It's probably just getting confused in my mind because of... It's like... Because the first one is in within Bangladesh. But because Bangladesh is next to India, it, I'm, it's like crossing over with RRR in my mind. The way he's just like fighting a crowd of a thousand dudes at the same time. Just like hitting them with a riot shield. Like yes, let's bring some more of that energy. I
0: think it, yeah, but it is. There's not no better way of saying the words grounded in realism,
1: but that's what
0: like extraction is attempting to do. Like it's just, and well, because it's dirty and gritty, and RRR is not dirty or gritty. It's no. beautiful. Yeah, and they fight thousands of but dudes. I, yeah, but and th- they look glistening and wonderful. True. But Chris Hemsworth looks like fucking shit.
1: He does. And he's got the the John Wick thing as well of just being in pain constantly. Uh-huh. But I don't know, I think there was something just similarly operatic in its uh framing mm. and staging that I like. Well, for the trailer, so, definitely. Yeah. And
0: I also love that the first one had a lot of one shots. Yep. Like
1: one shots are Absolutely. a Russo
0: thing that they just wanna do.
1: Look and I I'm, I'm a simple man hella for it. You put some one shots in man. something, I'll overlook a lot of it's stuff. It's
0: like watching theatre. But with explosions. Yeah. It's like explosions.
1: Which is what what theater has always been lacking, in Mm, my opinion. True. (laughs) Yeah. And I saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Is that the James Franco one? No, Pete Davidson is in it.
0: Okay, then no, I haven't seen that. I've seen a movie last year called Body Count, I think. Okay. Which was a horror film as well, but like in the desert. Okay. How was
1: Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Good. Yeah. I, I really liked, I think it had a strong ending. Okay. which horror movies will often struggle to do. True. It's a very interesting, Most it's, a, it's a new take on a, well, for me, from what I've seen, a new way of doing a slasher movie. Okay. Could have been lame. Wasn't for me. There's a few times because it's very much like, these characters are young and they're, doing, they're talking like young people. There's only a couple of times that just it is cringe in its and it's attempts to do a that. Uh, someone accuses someone of being an incel. At the uh, point. And they just clap, they just drop yeah. it too awkwardly and like no, that, yeah, that doesn't work. I mean, and I would know because I'm a cool young person. You oh, this is mean? true. This is that's true. how I know.
0: I watched Come Play uh, like a couple of weeks ago. C O M E.
1: Yes. Okay. All um, right. It's a monster. In movie. In that case,
0: go on. A monster movie from last year, I think, with Britta in it. From oh, Community. Okay. okay. Did um, you Britta it? She didn't Brita it. She was the mother of a of an autistic child. Uh-huh. And um, the child befriends a monster that is within his iPad. And it's not a bad film. Hey, okay, like, right. Like, it was pretty good. Ending, I was going to say. Ending, I guess, was as with most horror films. Yeah. A little like lax fantasticness. But there were some good scares. There was a good, like, because it's a, it's a, yeah. like, it's a, and it follows type Monster where, like, no one can actually see it. But it's love there it. and you can only see it through like the camera or whatever. Oh, okay. And there's like lots of those things where it's like empty window, empty window, wind outside and then a sheet forms the shape as it blows away. Ooh, I love that
1: shit. That, I love that live shit. for that. I love that shit. Oh, uh, oh. Okay. Let's get into it. No if more fucking around. We've been, we've done we've we've our been 30 avoiding minutes it for a while. What did we watch today? So many people think that Brendan Fraser's debut movie is this movie Dogfight. They're wrong, as we've established. And See, we're grateful. <laughs> but having done Child, Daughters, Child, of which was an absolute riot, in, <laughs> looking back at it now, what an absolute easy run we oh, had. It was just a peaceful film. That, that was lovely. That was so easy
0: to watch. You could, you could watch it again. I don't want to, but you could watch it again.
1: Yeah. goes Child, the Doctor, Child, goes down real easy. <laughs> And then we thought, you know what? We're just going to go from strength to strength here because now we're going to go and see Dogfight, 1991's. and look,
0: Starring River Phoenix starring, and Lily Taylor. Starring
1: R- River Phoenix, Keanu Reeves' best friend, um, who was, you know,
0: I think... He was in Stand By Me. He's in lots of things at the yeah, time.
1: My Own Private Idaho's is a mm. big one with Keanu Reeves. Uh, and I guess he's developed a kind of... Uh, James Dean type status historically from this vantage point because he very True. tragically uh, passed away from a drug overdose just a couple of years later at the age of 23 mm-hmm. uh, and was obviously a very promising uh, talent and actor and a member of the Phoenix family mm-hmm. and this is one of the ones he did and I'm, you know, I'm very glad he got to make other films frankly. During yes, his, I'm during glad his he's known for other things. Career, uh, I don't think he's known for Imagine this. Imagine that.
0: Imagine being known
1: for imagine, this. I'll just look. Imagine if you did this and then just died.
0: <sighs> <sighs> and you don't want to speak ill of the dead, but you know how everyone knows that Heath Ledger's last film is *The Dark Knight*. Everyone knows that because it's an amazing film, and he's and fantastic in it. Well done, Heath. At the end of but a then after filming *The career. Dark Knight*, he was technically filming like the Imaginarium of Doctor Benassis.
1: Yep. And that movie turned out to be terrible. I don't think I actually. I don't remember. Well, they
0: were like because um, once he passed away, Jude Law and Johnny Depp took the role at the same yeah. time, and like it's just like
1: which is a cool idea. It
0: is a very cool idea. Just sucks that that movie was terrible, but it's yeah. cool that he did the Dark Knight like right before it. So like, yeah,
1: well, like head head canon His last movie is the Dark Knight. Dogfight is a period coming of age drama set in San Francisco, the one in California. Um, it's it's on November twenty first, nineteen sixty three, the day before the Kennedy assassination. And look, does that mean y- anything? Um, no, <laughs> no. It ha- It's in the and look, and I thought this is meant to be good. I looked this up online. Uh-huh. Everything anyone has to say about it is positive. This was a well received movie. Mm-hmm. Refer- referring to the Wikipedia page, the film was widely praised by critics. It has a seventy nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes to this day. <sighs> Is there a way we can fix that? Well, you, you want to review bomb, dogify it. <laughs> yeah, let's go back 32 years later. Let's <laughs> let's set the record straight. Yeah, Roger Ebert remarked that the film isn't a love story as much as a story about how a young woman helps a confused teenage boy to discover his own better nature. The fact that the, his discoveries take place on the night before he ships out to fight the war in Vietnam only makes the story more poignant. Mm. I... I had a horrible time watching this film.
0: It like that horrible time starts in like the first five minutes. Yeah, it's start
1: it's beginning There's to no... end. it's the same just distressing tone yeah. and I yeah, I, I don't know what anyone else is seeing. There's no <laughs> but I'm not seeing charisma yet. between anyone. No, and I was like Anyone. River, River Phoenix, famously a great actor. Uh-huh. Famously someone who turned in these amazing performances very early in life. So I'm like, okay, great. Don't really know anyone else in it, apart from one guy. But surely this is going to be a strong performance. Um, and it's really not. This is, so what so what the story is, and, and Brendan Fraser's in it, he's in it about halfway through, I mean, we'll get to it.
0: He's in it for the best part of the movie because he's, he's in, in it. It. We said it. Specifically because he's in it. Yeah.
1: So let's go through it. <laughs> Credits come up. Brendan Fraser is- <laughs> <laughs> Brenna- Fraser, Brenna
0: Fraser is not, not listed. Brendan in the, in Fraser the is
1: not credited. We are going to,
0: like, the first time that happens in a film That's is going to the- be an elated day.
1: That's going to be very, very exciting. Yeah. Could be soon. I hope so. Because... Well, it's not long after this that he's doing shit with, like, fucking Al Pacino. Well, the next one is Encino Man. Seriously? I believe so, Yeah. Holy so fuck! We're, so we're going to be fine. Hashtag top billing. Hashtag top billing. <laughs> so yeah, he's not credited. E.G. Daly is. Or Egg Daly. Egg Daly. Egg Daly's in it. It's written by Bob Comfort. <laughs> no one sounds like a real person involved in this film. I mean, mm-hmm. River Phoenix is that a name? So it's November. no, no. I think
0: he chose it like Joaquin. Did he? Oh I'm yeah. Fairly they were, certain they'd be stage names. Were,
1: no, no, because I think they're a pretty unusual family. Okay. And they were raised in like a little bit of a weird religious setting. So well,
0: River is a cool first name if it is your real first name. I think they might it's have, less cool if you choose it.
1: I think they might have chosen I think they might have chosen their own names but like when they were four years old or something, I you know, like this is my brother Spider Man. Can I be called so all like that Vigo Mortensen movie. Yes you can, I said. Sick. I won't call you that. Ah, okay. But I can call me that. You can call in, yourself whatever. In you my mind, want. Palace. Yeah. yeah. Which I definitely have. So it's the day before the Kennedy assassination, and the lads, they're on the bus. So there's four Marines. All their names start with the letter B. They're the four Bs, whatever. (laughs) And they're all on a bus. Um, They're about to ship out to Okinawa the following day to then go to Vietnam. Mm -hmm. You know, what a high-stakes situation. They're they're passing a playboy around on the bus. Mm -hmm. At this point, I thought, oh, that's just, you know, guys roughhousing with some sort of lecherous behavior. Well, you know how guys are. And it just gets worse and worse. They're and planning on. a party for the evening. And the th- and look at the hu- this whole movie is built around <laughs> a plot point, which there really there's no way to soften it. There's no way to get around it. But it 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 requires that River Phoenix's character and the other bees um, all do something that's fairly abhorrent. At least from like a modern sensibility, I this must not have seemed as bad in the past. There must like in maybe the nineties was a different time. In the sixties, short sure, probably not, and in the nineties, maybe not as well. What they have to do is they have a bet between them. Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone's bought into the
1: to the party. All the marines have bought in to the party. They're all going to meet up at nineteen hundred, mm-hmm. and the game is who can bring the. Ugliest looking girl to the party, and then win, and the ugliest one wins, and I presume it's a part of the game that the girl they're bringing can't be in on this; they have to think they're just going on a normal date with someone who's asked them out. Mm -hmm. Now, this is obviously villain behavior. Yeah, it's 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 fucking terrible. The own this is like this is one of the meanest things with, you know, bar violence. This is one of the most <laughs> horrible things you could do to a person. Um
0: there are and, very there's there's no redeeming story arc that could come after that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like the fact that yet the
0: film goes for another The fact hour that
1: Eddie Birdlace, River Phoenix, the fact that he is like, "Yep, yeah, let's play this game, love it." Goes out and really tries to do it. He's been- it's too late. It's already too late for you, friend. <laughs> like you So much would have to happen to that character to move them to a place of redemption, and whatever it is that's going to happen, definitely isn't going to happen in the course of one night, which is when most of this film takes place.
2: Mm
1: And like I said, like you can have characters in a film do this, but they're the bad guys, yeah, and they shouldn't get their comeuppance. They get their comeuppance. Like we said, this needed to be um, this needed to be a a carry movie Mm. or. I mean, if you if you did something like like if this got something if that happened in a movie these days, it would be something like. Promise promising young woman. Is that what it's
0: called? Yes, a fucking revenge story. Yeah, where mm-hmm. at
1: the end she murders all of them. Yeah, and it's, you. And just, you feel
0: fucking great about it.
1: Yeah, she just like machine guns them in the movie theater at like at the end of *Inglorious Bastards*. <laughs> That's what should happen. But in the, it does a
0: dirty movie theatre. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, later on, by the way, all the other boys go and watch porn together and receive all sex sitting immediately next to each other. Yeah. You know how guys are. And so River Phoenix plays Eddie Birdlace, who's a mystifying character. I don't know what we're meant to think about him. He's just a horrible guy. It starts out and he is a brooding
0: young man who's going off to war. Yeah. And, and I like, guess you're supposed to feel bad for him because he is an angry boy who's now been indoctrinated into the military system and is about to be shipped off to murder some people overseas. I, you, I guess, but... But that does not come across in the context of the film.
1: He's not bothered about being or in, or in the his army. his performance.
0: He's, he's fucking keen on that sick violence.
1: They completely depower the whole going to Vietnam thing tomorrow because all of the characters think it's going to be fine. Yeah. And sure, I guess there's a poignancy that we know they're all going to probably die. But the fact that the characters think, no, we're just, well, I'm going, we're just going to go there as advisors and just chill out, mm. means that psychologically there's no tension for them. The fact that they're they're just like going off on a job tomorrow, it's like they're going to the mines, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're not. If, if they if this was like halfway through Vietnam and they're like, yeah, there's a very good chance we're going to get we're going to die or get injured, that would give it some tension. But no, he, the and basically he go he there's the montage of them doing various horrifying ploys to lure to try and get women into this game
0: yeah right and they, like, literally, all of them manipulate their dates into coming.
1: Yeah, just the, just the worst kind of, like, the game stuff. It's so bad. We're really like, psychological manipulation. How do you cast this? Like, How do you go I'm, to an
0: actress and say, hey, we're making a movie. Imagine. We want you to play this person.
1: Imagine your agent calling, like, I've got a job, I've got a job. <laughs> what makes you think I'd be right for it? Well, <laughs> the game is they have to find the most unattractive people imaginable all right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like it's, isn't it horrible? that it's it's horrible that we're having to talk about it. It's horrible that this has involved anyone in this process. They,
0: um, it's very, when you get to the party scene, it's very visually, um, they've done everybody up extremely badly. Like, everyone's given huge fake eyebrows, terrible teeth, terrible hair, terrible makeup, like, to make them look terrible. But, it would still be a shitty phone call from someone or an audition call. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, it's not a fun thing to want to make. No. No one's going out of their way to go, yes, I really want to be Rose.
1: And, like, look, there's, there's just so many ways you would think it would then go. And I think it's. I think what's meant to be happening is that he. he. So he finds Lily Taylor playing Rose. Mm-hmm. She's playing guitar in a cafe. He goes into a cafe He's like, and he. Just does a really long, protracted psychological manipulation <laughs> upon her. You know, just fully like pretending that he likes her mm-hmm. in order to get her to come to this dance, tr- just to try to win this money, mm-hmm. just for money. Um, and I think in the brief walk to the place, they have a bit of a conversation. And now in the musical version, which we haven't mentioned yet, there's a musical version yeah. of this, which I find frankly i can kind of see how you get there but it's still frankly stunning that anyone would see this and be like this should be on the stage could you you imagine because like a lot of
0: those like film to musical things are someone's favorite movie that then like this would make a great musical
1: just yeah and whose whose favorite movie is this Uh, i don't know i don't who saw this and was like it is 2010 it's time to bring (laughs) this back and do it again uh, I think and so. And you were saying in the musical version, that's an import. That's quite a more protracted yeah, and they, important well, conversation I, I where he realizes that she's I don't know
0: a human because it's because uh, th- it's theatre, and there are two yeah. people doing that in front of you. They have so this conversation. No there are no explosions. They just have a conversation, sing a little bit on their way to a party. It's portrayed nicely, and you can actually watch the character of Eddie. Yeah. realize that he's doing something terrible try to change his mind
1: you just go from street scene to two spotlights
0: yeah in the fucking film it's like 10 seconds of them walking across the street and then he's like oh wait maybe i'm doing the wrong thing there's,
1: there's no there's just so there's so much just talking and things are sort of oh, rumbling along it's... in a kind of david Mametty way people are saying the same things over and over again Yeah, and
0: and he's also a terrible person
1: well you keep wait you would th- you think you could see where this is going to go for him to have some sort of redemption but if they think he's doing it he never is from our from from our vantage point uh, so he finds Rose crazy that she's not wearing glasses because then she could take them off at a certain point you know because that makes oh, girls oh yeah hot that's how films. that works in films yeah <laughs> take, take your glasses off and then you swish your hair around and then was like oh my god she is more conventionally attractive than we thought and therefore she has human worth um <laughs> and so and it shows you what the others are doing but like in a lot of ways he's the worst of them because he's the most subtle manipulator
0: yeah it's because it because it's trying to show that he's having second thoughts but that doesn't come across at all you it just shows him
1: being really really good at lying yeah and getting inside her mind and making her do what he wants her to do mm. like I I don't know if he's meant to be like a romantic comedy-drama lead in this, but he just looked like Patrick Bateman to me the entire time. Mm -hmm. River Phoenix's performance is so sort of alternately blank, drunk, and furious. Those are his three faces. (laughs) At
0: the same
1: time. Sometimes at the same time. Sometimes, I mean, you know, shuttling between those two at a breakneck speed. It's not. Um, it's not good. And the only redeeming feature of the movie for me is at least the way they have written Rose. True, she is even even though she has vulnerabilities like any sort of, sort of young person does, of like wanting to go out to parties, wanting to be liked, wanting to be asked out. Hmm. She's not emotionally needy and von- she's weirdly she's very she's self assured mm. and put together and has her interests and has her life and knows what she wants uh but she's just also kind of trusting and like keeps wanting to see the good in him which is why she keeps she goes through this incredibly protracted sequence of scenes with him God, which just a- become increasingly more inexplicable as a viewer as the night goes on because you can't see what she sees in him, or why. Even if she's no longer romantically interested in him, she would waste any more time <laughs> trying to help him sort of discover himself. I feel like that's sort of the uncomfortable things going on here. There's sort of a background expectation that she has some sort of responsibility to help him to be less of a dick. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's kind of going on. When, anyway, she should. When they get to the party. They go to the party. Because and she it's, cause her options are go to the party or stay home and help her mum work on their stamp collection together.
0: I mean, I a know whole I'm prospect.
1: Well, looking back, I'm definitely doing the stamps. <laughs> I'm like, lovely idea, mum.
0: How good are stamps?
1: How many, what good stamps do you have? Where should we put them in the book? Just, you know, wholesome, wholesome activity. Instead, she goes, nope, let's go. She has that nightmare scenario, obviously, of getting ready in a rush. And the movie just does so much to make her so so sympathetic and you just feel for her so much mm-hmm. and she's you no know, she's just she's a great person she's saying she wants to be in the peace corps he tries to put lipstick on her badly to make her look worse yeah just imagine knowing someone did that to you like figuring out later, like that's so like intimate and gross yeah. to try to make you look more embarrassing to a group of their friends and a bunch of other people in a public place uh-huh how, how, like there are given no, given the ending of the film, there are no words, Isaac. <laughs> how do you like no look back
0: on your life if you even remotely have this person in your life at all, and want to, to spend any time with that person?
1: What he does, it's it sort of goes be there's there's sort of terrible young guy behavior mm-hmm. in a kind of groupthink scenario, either with socially with friends or with the military, mm-hmm. and the kind of stuff they might do. But this is like worse than that. This is like another level of like psychopathy to be thinking through, thinking it through in such a Machiavellian way and to, he he never verbalizes or makes clear in his face through acting that he really feels that bad about what happens. He actually says. He just realizes that she's pretty and nice. Yeah. And so he wants to be around her. Whilst continuing to be a violent, weird guy. (laughs) There's a bit. Like, when he comes back to apologise later, he literally says,
0: I don't say sorry. But I came back to say sorry. Just. Just
1: Just fuck off, mate. Incredible. (laughs) Just abuser language. I'm sorry. That's just. (laughs) what an abuser would say. I feel real stupid about it. I don't say sorry. I would understand
0: if you want me to leave. It's fine.
1: I don't say sorry because I'm never wrong, but I love you so much. I'm willing to pretend that I'm sorry and say that to you. Mm. I'm like, oh, it makes me... Does that make you feel good? It is giving me goosebumps, even just hearing what he's saying. But in the text of the film, this is him coming back into the storyline. This is his redemption. This is... Yeah, this is his redemption. This is
0: his hour and a half redemption. Fucking, yeah. So they get to the party.
1: I get to the party. It's um, just an—it's just a really awful scene. Um, they also try to get the women drunk while yeah. they're there.
0: Also, they put music over the entire movie, but it's so quiet.
1: Except for—it's an incredibly quiet movie, like, and there's certain bits where there's no music, which makes it really and it's
0: awkward as fuck. It's hard to watch, given that the, it's a terrible situation that they've put these people in. They're all.
1: Acting is pretty shit. You just want it to end.
0: You just yeah, you want it to. You be want over you want the movie it, to end,
1: and, and, and you want each individual scene within it to end, <laughs> and it refuses to. Um, I can't believe this is only 19 minutes. It felt it felt so, so long. long. Um, so they get to the party. He's just he's getting drunk and belligerent, which I think... because he doesn't want to be there. So him, cause he he feels so bad. Him acting like a real asshole here. Yeah. That's actually him realizing he. It's but him, it doesn't, it's him punishing himself him.
0: It, he's punishing himself by making him real drunk so that he doesn't have to feel his feelings of
1: guilt it's never clear that he feels bad for her he yeah. just wishes he'd done something differently for himself <laughs>
2: yes <laughs> i think that's i think that's, that's what it is
1: yeah um She's already, she's saying, like, oh, don't drink anymore. Like, just talk to me. Like, an hour in, they're already in a sad marriage. <laughs> they're already <laughs> saying the things that you would say <laughs> in, like, years into a horrible relationship. Um, so then the guy brought a woman who is missing her front teeth, and she took her dentures out because she's in on it. So the winner is cheating. We realize. Yeah,
0: we learn that the winner is cheating. that
1: woman reveals what's going on to... Rose to Rose in in the bathroom, and at least we did get the catharsis of Rose really immediately because she's just a, such an intact personality yeah. and a good person. <laughs> she immediately goes up to him and just gives it to him straight. She decks him twice, yells at him. It. He says, You are a cruel, heartless, ignorant creep, and if I were a man, I would beat you to a pulp. Nice, thank you, Rose. Yeah. And you know what? End of film, end of story. <laughs> There's nowhere for this to go. <laughs> what do you mean? We're only thirty minutes into this ninety-minute film because the storyline just ended. It was a one-act, no. and there's nothing else. Nothing else could really possibly happen here.
0: No, end of that. At that scene, cut to two years later. She's working happily at the at the diner, mm-hmm. living a great life, going to college or something. Yeah, she's just like living her best life. Which well, she's
1: about to go after the peace corps.
0: And this fucker, it comes like um, no legs. War she injuries of some kind. Comes in no legs, yep. And he tries to apologise. She's like, no. Fuck
1: yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Then she realises, oh, now that you're disabled, I can beat you to a pulp. And she just lays in. <laughs> she just grabs a, a jug of milkshake and just glasses him. No use crying over spilled milk. She Eddie. she says, yeah. I'm Carrie Mulligan <laughs> from the later film. <laughs> yeah in the two years since I last saw you I've begun a begun a campaign of violent vengeance I've murdered many people and I got away with it because it's the 60s because it's the 60s she goes home I thought this was funny yeah, it was much easier to murder people back well then. yeah
0: the Zodiac proved that in this city specifically yeah. it's a lot easier to murder people in the 60s
1: yeah yeah Ted Cruz could just murder whoever he wanted back then <laughs> I like. I thought this one funny. She like walks into the living. Room, her mum's watching TV. Like mascara fully down her face, and the mum's like, "How's the boys?" Like, yeah, "It was good." It's like, "I'm going to my room." Okay, bye. And the mum like doesn't question
0: it at all. <laughs> well, she's doing it. She's doing her scrapbooking. She's, she's, she's doing busy her stamp with collecting.
1: stamps. And you can't interrupt stamp time. You you really can't. It's it's a just, precise uh, art. And we I'm not going to repeat any of it. But just the way all the male characters talk to the women about the women. Mm. It's just brutal. And again, that's a thing that does happen and that happens and has happened. You can put that in a film. Mm. But it's just relentlessly done by these bunch of main characters Mm. in a way that's just undigested. It's just, yep, this is how people talk. And these are just completely static characters that stand at the edge of frame saying misogynistic stuff (laughs) over and over again. And I, yeah, okay meanwhile this budding romance is supposedly happening um so eddie feels
0: real bad he, feels he got bad. punched yeah because he got punched for the first time
1: yeah and um, he, he goes to her house he goes to her house or the cafe i guess
0: sorry to the, the alleyway the behind
1: dog. her house he bribes the dog <laughs> climbs up the back of the house he writes something on a piece of trash licks it sticks it to a window and then falls and gets chased off by the dog which really sums up which is a which really is very much this what this film's version should be of, like, what, life Beyond a Window Breaks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you think it's going to be that? Chased off by the fucking <laughs> <It's> dog. Still, <laughs> he just writes on trash, puts his saliva all over a window, falls on his ass in a pile of rubbish, and then gets chased off by a big dog. Dogfight, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dogfight is the name for the game. I don't know if we mentioned that. Oh, yeah, that. It's, called it's called a dogfight, dogfight, which
0: oh. is, again, a fucking horrible name.
1: Yeah, bad name for a film that's, well... Well, it just really draws your attention to the worst part of the film, Uh which the film should which should be a cage. The film is trying to climb out of. Oh, it succeeds though, doesn't it? No. Well, (laughs) it's like yeah, that's only the first thirty minutes of the film. Then we have a beautiful then. Then we basically do Midnight in Paris for an hour, and we just wander around the city of San Francisco, falling in love. uh, His trash says sorry. Meet me out
0: front. Let me take you for dinner. That's his message.
1: Yes, I was just standing outside your bedroom window.
0: No. No. I know where you live. <laughs> yes, I Sorry, was, I, was I know fiz- where you live. Let me take you to dinner. I
1: didn't want to knock on the window. <laughs> I wanted to lick this trash <laughs> and just let you know I was here when you didn't know it.
0: <laughs> Sorry. What? It's, it's so scary. He's and so there are every, so many moments during this wonderful montage of adventure that they go on where you see her just, like, looking at him like, <laughs> you're a fucking psycho, mate. <laughs> right? fuck? And he just does psycho <laughs> he shit.
1: Does. So the whole, he's like a... It, it's so bad. He does so many different psycho <laughs> things. <laughs> Like any like, one of they, these they, scenes they in go, isolation, they
0: like, go to a restaurant to have their dinner. <laughs> it's and a then situa- he immediately leaves because he's like, "No, we can do better." They get kicked out of one because he's not dressed nice, so they go somewhere. He disguises himself and comes back, and manipulates that guy to let him in.
1: He, he so yeah, so he's well. First of all, so there's the terrible apology, which we which we oh, mentioned yes. a little bit, and he says, "And I yeah, I love that. So that like, I don't apologize, but this time I'm pretending to apologize." <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like you should feel like, sorry for me. He's like no, you don't understand. <laughs> I've done the dog fight six, I've done this six <laughs> times before. What you don't understand is there's nothing unusual about tonight. This is who I am. <laughs> This is how I spend my time. This isn't because I'm about to ship out to Okinawa and I'm stressed about my impending violent death. I don't think this is even going to happen. This is just what life is. And I've never felt bad about it before now. That's why you're special. <laughs> That's what he's trying to claim. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Just like you're in some guy's basement. He's like, you know, I've killed, I've murdered lots of people. But I've never felt bad about it until now. <laughs> don't be scared. Um, So then he's like, "No, we're going out for a date. We're going on a date now. We're going on a wonderful romantic
0: date. He's taking her to dinner."
1: Beginning the start of my concern of how much they cram into this evening cause it's seven o'clock before the dogfight. Yeah, dance so it's started. at least
0: at least nine, probably yeah. ten. It's by at least this point.
1: Right. Then they go back out for
0: the, the and date. San Francisco is not the city that never sleeps. San Francisco sleeps.
1: San Francisco loves a sleep.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: San Francisco might be up a bit late.
0: San Francisco has to go to bed some But you know what else? San Francisco. If they're
1: not in, in bed. San Francisco's up early. And you can't be up early if you go to bed that late. True. And, you know, sure, New York is the city that never sleeps, but if you stay awake for more than seven days, you go clinically insane. So
0: I Like New York is. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's why it's such a liberal enclave. Now, after they <laughs> go, so then it's like, we're going to go out to a fancy restaurant. Whilst and so then we have this series of scenes of them doing stuff that I guess is meant to be romantic or touching or something.
2: But In he, between
1: that, they relentlessly cut back to the lads doing different, random, gross, dumb stuff that mm-hmm. just happens and doesn't mean anything, and it just nothing happens. It's yeah, just, there's there's it's for just, them
0: for those guys, there is no character development. One of them gets a moment of character development where he sees Eddie on his date with Rose across the street. And instead of going to his mates, oh, oh, there's Eddie on the date with the girl. He just goes, "Hey, mate, come back in here," and he, he doesn't tell anyone.
1: I guess that's and that guess. is the
0: single redeeming thing that any of them do in the entire film.
1: Yeah, there's the two just absolutely gormless guys, uh-huh. and then there's the other guy, the guy who wins the dog fight, uh-huh. who cheats, who, the cheat, the cheat who cheats the dog fight. Uh-huh. Imagine, imagine doing the dog fight and cheating at the same time. <laughs> I mean, say so what you want about those other terrible. No, it's better to cheat because it's terrible. He's, be- he's being but, uh, he's, very, very. He, he's opaque actually, and
0: transparent with the person he's bringing along, saying, yeah. "Hey, we're doing something fucking horrific. I'm doing something. Would terrible. you like to earn some money?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a- he is actually the best one. Yeah, he is the best one. <laughs> he's he hasn't. Been, he's much better than the main we're guy. We're
0: also not shown him getting a um. Getting a blowjob in the... Um, in the pornography. In the porn cinema, it's just the other two.
1: Yeah. Tell you what, few explosions in that theatre. Hey!
0: hey. hey.
1: Um, but yeah, I think he <laughs> is meant to... He's the He is shown having some degree, high level of critical thinking about what's going on and some ability to reflect on just the absolute ethical cesspool in which they are mired. But the main character doesn't. No. So that's an error. I th- really the main character for me is this other guy. Not that anything particularly good happens, but yeah, he's sort of clearly thinking a little bit of what's going on. And then in the final bus scene, he's the one. He seemed very sort of sad that Eddie wasn't around all night. Mm. And we were getting a real vibe that he maybe liked Eddie. I was getting a bit of a I would have liked that. A I was lot getting more. a bit of a romantic mm. vibe between those two. And he has a little bit of a monologue at the end, which is the closest anyone gets to saying anything that means anything apart from Rose throughout the entire film. So, I mean, weird choice, but sure.
0: Yeah. Also, it looks exactly like River Phoenix.
1: It looks exactly like (laughs) River Phoenix in a very bizarre casting choice. Did you know one of the few bits of uh, trivia, because they all had to have the high and tight haircut,
2: Hmm.
1: so River Phoenix was given that, but then um, that high and tight haircut was apparently deemed so unflattering that Warner Brothers requested that highlights be added to Phoenix's hair to soften his appearance. What the fuck? Talk about polishing a turd <laughs> <laughs> with this film. I'm talking about the film, not the delightful and talented river Phoenix. Talking about, you know what the problem is with this film? The haircut.
2: Imagine the studio, going, hair,
0: the studio going, hey, make his hair better. It'll make the film better.
1: I think this, fil- this yeah, we've film, we've read the script. It's so good. This film is so close to perfect. I'm scared of it. But I think <laughs> if we put highlights in his hair, this I'm might be scared. the last film anyone makes because we've done it. But the point is, we keep cutting back to the lads and this time we cut back and it's a very special scene. They go to the arcade because oh. that's what you do. Yeah. And
0: and they say some fucking shit, shit things about some women who are at the arcade and Well,
1: what? yeah, that, that 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 goes without assume every scene we're talking about. Okay. It, they say terrible stuff about women. We can't bring it up every time because that's just the ambient background noise of this film <laughs> for some reason. But there's some sailors. Oh, what? Specifically there's two sailors. Some squids. And sailor number 1 Brendan Fraser,
2: yeah.
0: So the number Someone one is Brendan Fraser.
1: Very exciting, and we have Brendan's first line ever spoken in a film. <laughs>
0: what 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 is what is Brendan's first line that he ever spoke in a film?
1: Uh, Brendan Fraser's first line is, "How do you like to eat my shit?" <laughs> <laughs> and then they fight. And Brendan, Brendan has very well, weird, Oh, yeah, his first and only
0: back, line in this movie is, how would you like to eat my shit? Yeah.
1: He has very weird, slicked back hair that looks like it's thinning. Yeah, but they Lots all people have that. have that. I think, yeah, there's, it must be just a kind of hair gel back then that... Maybe they've just got, like, when together. they've got thinnish hair,
0: if you do it that way,
1: it's going to look like, like Michael I'm... Scott in the first season of The Office. True, good, good, good comparison. But I can't imagine Brendan Fraser, the king of film, having thinning hair in 1991.
0: Well, I think that's why he grew his hair out for his next starring role as Encino Man and he just gets long hair for the next 20 years. True. Maybe he saw
1: this film and like, well, he's I like, cannot ooh, have that happen again. Ooh. I'm going full Jesus. And that's why
0: top billing in the next film. True, true. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think he realized the hair was the problem. Yeah. Much like this film. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good performance. He does, some, he does some fairly badly staged punches.
0: There are some terrible little punch. it's very, very short. Like, it's this entire short. moment They is... just put a
1: camera up in, like, the corner of the room, like yeah. a CCTV camera, and yeah. then he throws a guy into a pinball machine, and then we cut away. There's a nice moment in the first it is bit, a how pointless it's like to scene. eat my shit,
0: and then he pulls back a punch and holds it for, like, two seconds too long, because other choreography has to happen in front of him first, uh-huh. before he can throw it, and then they cut to the to the oh, high nice. bit. And I like, you know, I like how shit
1: that is. So, to dwell on his performance... Uh, he's he's got a little character going. on Of
0: there. all of the servicemen in this film that have dialogue, yeah, Brendan I'll, Fraser is the most. He's is 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 the nicest one. He He's the nicest he one. He's, says
1: he's bringing something. He's a real contrast to the Marines. He is. He's got a sort of solemn, sort of lurch look to him. He's sort of tall and long limbed, and he's he's clearly thought about, okay, how does my character feel? His character's not happy. He's not having a good time out on the arcade.
0: No, he's having a nice time and because so he's there with a couple of ladies. He's there with a couple of ladies. Being but respectful.
1: He's, no, but he's sour-faced. And he so then I think sour-faced. encountering these fucking jarheads oh. is Ugh. just the last straw for him. I know. And he's been he's been spoiling for a fight and all that. He's probably sick of people laughing at him in his little sailor uniform. It does look which adorable, is though. Which is an outfit for children. Mm. I'm sorry, sailors. Mm. We're, we're cool stuff. It's staff. an outfit for swing sets. Which I think they do now. But how good are swing sets? An outfit for swing sets. Yeah. So if like you go on a it. swing
0: set, that little cape bit, is, it'd be
1: flapping. Oh, yeah. It'd be flapping. It's the little cape that... Yeah, it's an adorable little cape. And I'm imagining it's sort of flared pants. Are you seeing... Sort of, like a little bit of flared, flared but a like flare every, every
0: seat that they sit on is slightly too tall, so they have to swing their legs a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And every one of them has a little giggle. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> every time you see him he's like yo-ho <laughs> so that's brendan he does a pretty good job i think
0: yeah best part of the film best part of this awesome film
1: anyway they try to get into this uh, fancy restaurant so he's got this weird obsession that we have to go to a really nice restaurant and have a really nice date uh-huh. like he's just super obsessive about this like there's no context for it i don't know what she doesn't care She doesn't want that. She doesn't even want to go to dinner. No, she barely wants to go out. She doesn't mind where they go at all. But he's like, no, we're going to a nice place. And then because this snooty waiter, very correctly, in my opinion, doesn't want to let them in (laughs) because you look like shit and this is a nice place and you're clearly out of your mind. um, Now that he's he's put one over on him, he's like obsessed with getting back at this guy. He just goes full season one White Lotus and Mm -hmm. is just obsessed with having revenge on the metro d at the and she's just like dude you made me come here
0: (laughs) you you said we were gonna you were gonna be nice
1: and now and now you're just obsessing about this basil faulty character anyway so he's just aggressive and all over the place proves the snooty waiter completely right that he shouldn't let them in at all um they go out and walk around a bit more then he tells her he's shipping out tomorrow which i couldn't believe he hadn't mentioned yet I mean, that's a classic manipulator line, surely, to try to, mm. you know,
0: you would, you would think that'd be. the I'm pretty first pretty sure thing it's a Barney would, Stinson approach. He would bring up
1: uh, the end of the world approach to
0: get someone to go on a date with him.
1: Yeah, because you know, if someone asks you, know, you're like, well, at least I know I'm not going to see you after today. So, yeah. what's the worst that could happen? They could kill you. That's what can happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> she invites him to another bar that she wants to sing at. But San Francisco seems like such a walkable community. Would have been great in those days, you know. If you wanted yeah. to do this now, you'd be in Ubers all over town, Such just a be, be exhausted, murdered in. Yeah, Well, Especially in the sixties, and they have they ever. They ever she starts expressing about how much how she loves singing and singing, like, opens up people's minds and talks about how much she loves the song We Shall Overcome. He just laughs in her face. Mm. It's just completely dismissive of everything <laughs> she cares about in, like, just a relentless way. It was, I think this is the point where it started to get really ludicrous for me. It's like, they're just trying to think of other ways for this guy to be awful. You know, and we are real rapidly running out of movie time for him to turn this around.
0: For their... For the- Nice realisation.
1: Yeah, they get to the cafe, he, he makes her sing. gets his cigarettes out of his socks, which we mentioned a couple of times watching this.
0: That's got to be the worst place to keep them. Why keep cigarettes in your socks? Maybe sock? he has really sweaty shoulders, and so to keep them dry... Maybe,
1: he suffers, from, he suffers from wet shoulder. Yeah,
0: maybe whatever. every single one of his other pockets is just damp all the time. He I has think, to use his socks.
1: I think every one of his other pockets is full of knives and lint, like the Joker. <laughs>
0: Oh, po- no! Pocket sand. He's just, got sand in one, so he can throw it in some sailor's face. Yeah.
1: Um, and then so yeah, I didn't understand that. They're all full of guilt, apparently. She sings. Uh, she sings. What have they done to the rain? By Joan Baez, and she's good. Mm. The cut to them playing whack-a-mole, and he <laughs> is just going absolutely ape shit at whack-a-mole, like playing with an intensity the like of which the world has never seen the like of which and I'm like this guy is going to murder a lot of civilians in Vietnam this is ex- the <laughs> exactly this is <laughs> this guy this guy's going to lose it within a month in that jungle yeah and is just going to start mowing people down
2: mm-hmm.
1: because he's he's letting something out on these moles that it hasn't been established what it is that's it's never been established what his problem is what's his deal He's just had a real time, the real tough time, you know. No, he hasn't. Yeah. he loves He's the army. He's a soldier. He loves his mates, <laughs> as
0: is shown as soon as he leaves that he yeah. loves his mates oh. more than he loves every part of this evening.
1: This, this film is like a Cohen. It's like um, it's like a what is the sound of one hand clapping? Like it's something so absurd. That my brain keeps trying to fit it into what it thinks a story is and it's just refusing it well, it's like he spends the in, the, in, the. every time in. i approach it it's like a, it's like two positive magnets going towards <laughs> like no no there's, uh, there's no he, understanding it this is dogfight this is what dogfight is
0: um so they he whack-a-moles he's a fucking psycho
1: then they go to the terrifying musical arcade <laughs> Where they're like, "Oh, come in here!" and it's just all these different like music boxes. They set them all going at the same. Time. So now we've just got haunting, discordant music. It's a
0: cacophony of while he out of tune. It's
1: a it's cacophonous, out of tune, <laughs> horrifying. While he just walks along, looking at her through the gaps between the machines, like a, serial <laughs> like a velociraptor, like a velociraptor in a <laughs> cornfield. <laughs> Is this meant to be romantic?
2: Yeah, it's romantic. man. This
1: was man. so uncomfortable. <laughs> and then, then... This was like a flashback in a haunted house then movie. Then they get real close
0: while this wonderful romantic... Oh, okay. Um, the way... It's hard to... Like, it's a romantic
1: sound. The way these two actors physically interact... <laughs> I've never seen it. They dance in a way that makes them... Well, first of all, they dance with facial expressions and hand movements that make them both look like they're about to snap and murder the other one. <laughs> facial ex- He's got that sort of blank, and hes he does this many times in the movie. When he physically approaches her or interacts with her, he puts his hands on her shoulders. On top. On top. He does it again later. Hands on shoulder. A deeply unnatural <laughs> way for a man to put his hands on a woman he's on a date with. I mean, you know... People are people are diverse, but th- like that—that's murder. Part. No,
0: it's a great place to grip right in under the collarbone, and yeah. then you can lift.
1: Just lift and <laughs> hurl down a lift <laughs> shaft or something.
0: <laughs> Just—it's something he, le- he learned just it in basic horizontally training. Horizontally out of the window. He learned that in basic training. He's like, yeah, no, this he's... is the only way you can touch another human. <clears throat> it
1: looks like yeah, it it's looks
0: like, like a <laughs> Spock grip on the f- on the shoulder. <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep.
1: Like his defense training is kicking in whenever she oh, comes wait, she's near getting him. close uh, uh, but she's uh, looking at, at him as well and again the whole time of like she're she waiting she, for she could her just, to just push stab him. him
0: you're waiting for her to be like no
1: no of course of course it, it, not it,
0: it looks like that moment in every film where someone reads the room wrong and goes in for the kiss and yeah. then the other person's like oh no it looks like that for the whole time
1: it's inst- yeah like after after she realizes that it's a dogfight, <laughs> it's completely linear of them just like liking each other more and more until ultimate until, consummation. Yeah, they have um, the most awkward. But it just doesn't. So the whole, but the whole time you're waiting for it to turn because it's a, he is a situation built entirely out of red flags. <laughs> Yeah. And but she's just like, "Oh, look at all the nice flags." And doesn't seem to <laughs> which doesn't line up with well, her character because her character is clearly very perceptive. Well,
0: in terms of the film, she's an unattractive lady and is therefore never spent time with a dude.
1: Oh, I, do you think that's what we're meant to because, you know, that doesn't come across at all. Yeah, but I think that's what um, we're meant but to the think thing is, and that's also but like, a
0: horrific thing to write into your fucking film.
1: It also it doesn't she doesn't need to be perceptive. She He has been openly...
0: <laughs> in, he's spoken the words to her. In
1: plain daylight, I'm a terrible person. These are the terrible things I do. <laughs> I've done so this six times no, it's, before. it's not it's not. Like there's even anything for her to piece together. Like, oh, no, maybe he's not the nice guy I thought he was. That is established. <laughs> the only question is... Is he maybe not the terrible guy I thought he was? Is there maybe a way to humanize this terrible creature? That's the only question in my mind. And obviously it's no. They kiss like they're both the creature from The Shape of Water. (laughs) (laughs) They kiss like they're both aliens trying to fool the other one. To thinking mm-hmm. they're a person. Mm-hmm. I've never seen kissing like this. It's the mo- It's so awkward. I've never seen kissing like this. By the way, immediately after this kiss, that's when we cut back to the porn theatre. Uh-huh. With their whole like sitcom energy that they've got going on. You've there.
0: had a fucking terrible sitcom.
1: Then they get back to her. She took, then she take, brings him back to her house. I'm just, I just feel like I'm in a fever dream at this point. And he says, and she's I like, guess I should go. She's like, no, you can come in for a minute. Okay. Because I don't like. Has she been roofied at this point? Like, why is she saying these things? Her mother is in the house, just asleep on the. See, this sofa. is when we all
0: have the hope that she's going to murder him.
1: This would be a pretty cool film if she murdered him. Uh huh. Like, uh-huh. that would be the payoff.
0: Yeah. Or if she murdered all of them, actually, would I think she should murder. Him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or he like she starts to murder him. He escapes covered in blood, runs down the street, finds his friends, mm-hmm. and then headlights pop up. She just rams him mm-hmm. and then gets out and just or
0: like you cut to them at in in Vietnam somewhere and oh, she yeah. just appears. She's oh, like yeah. found
1: you. Just just rises out of the bushes <laughs> in one of those Vietnamese hats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just mows the fuck mose. No, she's in a chopper.
1: Or they all fall down into one of those Viet Cong booby traps, oh, and then she stands yes. at the edge of the hole. Surprise, motherfucker. And just... Mows them down. Just just mm-hmm. shooting into the hole. Mows them. Mows them down. Mows them down. Or no, or just leaves them. All their legs are trapped.
0: Uh, on little spikes.
1: Just pours a bunch of bees in. And just, oh, <laughs> you, you like start. the four bees?
0: Uh, here's a few more bees.
1: Here's a few more bees. <laughs> oh no, they're going everywhere. They want me now, and then she runs away. <laughs> so they, <laughs> all the bees are gone. Um, I like, well, didn't think that
2: through. She they says, they I'll, get, "I'll
1: get changed into something." So they sneak into her terrifying children's bedroom, <laughs> continuing the horror. Into her theme, wonderful
0: Bates Motel of, of a bedroom.
1: They sneak upstairs past that, I presume, just drunken, passed out mother. She never wakes up. <laughs> They go into the terrifying children's play, bedroom. This is all just so horrible and awkward. She's like, do you want to play musical bingo? And starts like late. She's like, hey, you need nine of these tokens. Like, just way too complicated. A board game at this time of night. By this point, I presume it's about 4 a.m. After all this stuff. Uh, they kiss. He does the weird shoulder grab again. Mm. Then um, she goes, yeah, I'll get changed. which I guess is how sex started in the past. She goes yep. into the closet to change into her nightgown. Uh-huh. It established there was a light in there, but we thought it was quite funny. She's just in pitch black. <laughs> um, and just everything about this, I, I hated it and I hated looking at it. Yep. He takes out a condom and hides it in the outfit of one of her teddy bears. It's uh-huh. on the bed. No, thank you. No, thank you to that. He, <laughs> he gets undressed, gets fully into the bed. <laughs> she comes out in her nightdress, he says. You look good. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> You're going he, all the way he's tonight. He's like laying
0: on a pillow. but he's, he's on the pillow, but it's also like his shoulder blades are on the pillow and his head, like from his shoulder blades up, are raised up on this pillow. And so head just he's back. Like, head just back. And he looks to the side. <laughs> Doesn't like sit fucking, up. Like Batman in like a 1990s Batman costume where he can't actually <laughs> turn his neck. Like, you look good.
1: Uh, well, this is only two pillows. <laughs>
0: you look good. <laughs>
1: you, look, you look good. <laughs> That's the nicest thing he said to her all night. <laughs> That's the nicest thing he said. Yeah, I get. It. <laughs> um they lie next to each other like an old married couple or like they've just decided to <laughs> they've just decided to joint suicide or something. <laughs>
0: 'Cause both they both have come here to kill the other one. <laughs> they, they
2: Neither both... of them knew about
0: it. She,
1: like, yeah, they have They're both like getting really close to the murder now. <laughs> <laughs> they both lie down, and, like, put their hands in like corpse position on their chest. <laughs>
0: well, here we go. And then they have sweet gratuitous sex. And
1: then Bob yeah, the Bob Dylan sex music comes on and they have <laughs> The
0: <laughs> Bob Dylan sex music is a sentence no one's ever
1: said. <laughs> nope, never have. And it's called um, Don't Think Twice It's Alright, a beautiful song about the end of a relationship <laughs> where they weren't right for each other at all. Hey, Mr. Tamu. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and they have what I can only imagine is incredibly quiet sex because our mum's in the <laughs> Um And then he leaves in the thank morning. Thank God we don't see it. <laughs> Oh, can you? Because given that the entire rest of the movie is happening in pretty much real time, oh, <laughs> they didn't cut from. I suppose they didn't cut from them in bed to like the other guys just like beating a homeless person to death <laughs> or something. Because that's that's be that seems the kind the, of it's night in they're the having. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the deleted yeah. yeah, scenes, it's those guys just going full clockwork orange throughout the town. <laughs> uh, that's what it is. These guys are. What are they called in Clockwork Orange? Yes, the hoodlums. Mm. They, they have. He just has. Malcolm, he Malcolm McDowell could have played. Young Malcolm McDowell could have oh, played this it. role, and it would have made so much more sense <laughs> with the hat and everything.
0: <laughs> and it came.
1: I to me, this is a or, uh, Clockwork Orange prequel. Yeah, um, she says goodbye to him in the dawn light,
0: and he runs off to the bus stop. To yeah. catch his bus.
1: I know. it's. Actually, oh, was, she gives a him nice her address shot. and says,
0: please write me. You don't have yeah. to.
1: Here's my address on a little pink piece of paper. And he but said, cool. I don't need you to because I'm an emotionally stable mm. person and
2: who's so... able to
1: have this interaction and then move on with my life. You are just an absolute mess. <laughs> and I'm really worried you're going to kill someone at a certain point <laughs> and you don't seem like someone who should be given a gun but that is what our government is forcing you to do <laughs> and then he runs off towards the and he's running off to, and that was a nice shot and there's like the golden gate bridge and it's san francisco so the road is like level with the golden gate bridge mm. in front of it and he's running yeah, he's off running up in the in middle the, of this in the road. dawn light I, I love you know dawn light always going to look mm. good and i kind of but his
0: run that. was kind of like walking phoenix's joker run really
1: yeah a little bit it's a family trait <laughs> seemingly we thought it was acting that's just how those that's how a phoenix runs <laughs> and then just he gets on the
0: bus and <sighs> forgets everything he I guess learned throughout his evening with I
1: Rose. can't. I can't tell you what he was supposed to have learned or what he thought he would have been learning mm-hmm. but um, it's just the start of the movie again and he just <laughs> he just he, he lies about her um, to the two gormless ones, but then to the one who seems to have a bit of a brain, he tells the truth. But then they just continue to make, you know, just the most terrific misogynistic jokes to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the course of doing that, he tears up her address and throws it out the window.
0: Yeah, and then we get him, I don't um,
1: know why. Why does he throw the address away?
0: I don't... It didn't come up in the conversation why he did that. Why does he not want to write her? This whole he night as him... had had a moment where he's, he was talking to his mate, the, the only... Slightly sensible one. Yeah, and he was like,
1: and he has that little monologue. We'll
0: still lie to these guys, but between you and I, we're we're different
1: people, right?
2: Yeah, because then... they have
1: they have a little moment about how everything is lies, and this is the closest we get to like a thesis statement for the movie. Mm-hmm. And it like it goes from zero to a hundred very quickly mm-hmm. in a movie that hasn't done this at all up to this point. And his friend is like, you know, yeah. Uh, we lie to each other, and the military lies to us, and the government lies to the military, and the government runs on the lies of all of the people, and it's all bullshit. But that's what makes us Americans: is that we we, we buy all the bullshit. And it's like, all right,
2: hmm.
1: I mean, sh- I mean, sure, but where's this come from? Uh, and then, so is it? <sighs> why
0: does he tear? Terror- it? It's because he has that conversation, <sighs> and we're supposed to have a moment where he contemplates whether he's going to be this person forever, and then one of the gormless dudes asks him something about the Tweedledee. the chick he, he banged last night, and he pulls out the piece of paper, tears it up, makes a misogynistic joke, throws the paper out the window, and we we've, we've see that he's not changed. This yeah. entire night has had no effect on him whatsoever, the and point, he goes off
1: to war. The point is that he hasn't changed.
0: The point is so that he's still exactly the it's,
1: same. It's switching the flip and being like you thought this movie was about this guy changing mm-hmm. but actually he hasn't changed mm-hmm. because it's only been 6 hours i guess yeah um, <laughs> yeah it takes 12 weeks for a habit to form <laughs> true true <laughs> true um, and, uh, they and, go and off there wasn't the war. enough time and you were, and i really thought oh okay film ending film ending please mm-hmm. what we hope what, sorry hoped what possible further depths of depravity could these characters <laughs> drag us down to uh, we have a little. We have a quick scene where Kennedy dies. Yeah, we do because that's the next day, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the day that they're on the bus going and, off the walk.
1: and Rose and her mum are looking at the TV, and they're like, "Oh no!" Mm. Cut to, then they flash forward to July in Vietnam, which yeah is just a quarry somewhere. No, it's and um, yeah, it's just someone's backyard. Guess what? They're all having a big misogynistic conversation. <laughs> you never guess. So they're all exactly the same. Uh-huh. Then they all get blowed up. Uh-huh. And I was like, yay, all die, all die, all die. Uh, they don't. I think it's implied that all the other three die. It's
0: implied that all three of them, because one of them gets blown up right at the start. One of them gets blown up halfway through. And at no, that no. point, you don't see the third one get blowed up. But, but also, you don't see any of this because it's they have no budget. It's, they, it's not, not filmed. It's just yeah. out of shot just a down sort of river Phoenix being dragged on the ground screaming. And then you hear voices of stuff. Yeah. Like it's very, yeah.
1: To just to make a, like a before sunset movie. And then be like, we're also going to put a scene from platoon at the end of it. That would be the perfect ending <laughs> to this movie. That'd be fine. Won't it? An incredible, an, an incredible choice. Like just have him come back from the war. Why would you show?
0: Why would you show a, sh- a very
1: terrible? Why would you show filmed? a shit Vietnam? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh no! And it's like, newsflash: war is bad and violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he he gets back to San Francisco, it just goes on and on. And he goes to a, and it's proper it's proper sixties now. A
0: clown themed bar. He goes to yeah, where a dude shows him a stomach tattoo of a woman on on his big fat tummy that he wobbles.
1: We, what are we it doing she, they, well, so we were just talking about tattoos. He shows somebody has the four Bs tattoo. Yeah, all oh, so my friends are dead. Yeah, Tweedledee, Tweedle Tweedledon't, mm. and then <laughs> they—they're all dead. Um, and then yeah, and then this bar. This is this is a this is a the Joker themed bar, I guess, mm. run by the Penguin. And the Penguin Ooh. is there, and he's like, <laughs> "I've got a tattoo on my belly. and It dances," and we have to see that, and it goes on and on and on. What is the Point of this, yeah. then he at last he goes over, he wanders over to Rose's cafe. She's in there, she's looking a million bucks. Obviously, she's just continued to go from strength to strength in yeah, her life that was themed the already bar, fine like before this monster place. entered it. Yeah, she does have a weird Oktoberfest sort of sound of music energy going on with her wardrobe,
2: but uh-huh. that's fine, it's totally working. It us. is, yeah.
1: And she goes, Oh, hello and they go over do another one of the most awkward hugs I've ever seen in my life, and they hug. No music. It's just silent, and they, this hug goes for what felt like about it was an a, hour. It was
0: at least a minute of film time.
1: And then, like, slow, like, crossfade to another shot of the hug. Crossfade to another shot of the hug, like, again, from that CCTV camera angle that they love. Fade in silence to black. Credit. Credits. Credits. With Brendan Fraser's name spelt wrong. (laughs) Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. The one and only Brendan Fraser. Did you know that this movie
0: was included among the American Film Institute's 2002 list of 100 America's greatest love stories movies?
1: Yeah. Yeah. As I said, incredibly well-received film. It's fucking shit. I can't. I don't. This makes I feel Did I, we watch
0: a different movie? I than think
1: then they watched. I think this is now an example of the Mandela effect, where clearly all these reviews are written about a different dogfight that came out in 1991, mm. and we've crossed universes. Mm. Like the New York Times review of the time from Vincent Vincent Canby, like it's still too positive for my taste, but it it, it gets closer where we say dogfight seems to have no clear idea of what these ordinary people are really like. Or just people, I would say. The film wants to be honest, and in its cruelties it is, but the operative sensibility is that of a sitcom world. The characters aren't necessarily idealised, but they're flat and uninteresting. Mm-hmm. The material is lugubrious. I would... What yes. a word. This was... It, it felt like wading through slime, this film. The only seemingly spontaneous moment comes at the very end, which is too late, and I would say it is also bad. Great performance by Lily Taylor. mm mm-hmm. uh, I mean, good performance by the, Gorm- the the Gormless trio. I mean,
0: a good performance by everybody except... Well, see, I can't if River say Phoenix if- is, per- is purposely being a, a psychopath, then he's if great If he's a
1: psychopath, it. it's a great performance, but I don't think he's meant to be. No, I, I can't say so, it's not. a good performance by River Phoenix for me because I found his character psychologically impenetrable. <laughs> I have no idea what was going on with him or what his deal was. Uh-huh. Oh, I couldn't understand his behavior, which is why it came across as mad more than anything. It just seemed completely tangential and un- unmoored to what was going on around him. And so it was quite disorientating and kind of horrible to watch and just sort of very strange to have this Rose character persisting in being around him let alone letting him get into a word that was horrible and far too overused throughout this film, which is skivvies. Never want to hear that word again. Mm. Talk about one of the grossest words for underwear imaginable. But there's a musical, and we're going to go see it. Yeah,
0: the (laughs) theatre company on the Gold Coast are doing it later.
1: The musical is being staged near us in September. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, there are auditions soon. We did, con- you know. We I could mean, you audition. If, if you want to audition for a show, we can. It's just a little bit far away. Yeah, we could, but we could we audition could just
0: for fun. Yeah, see how we go. Just <laughs> see how we go. What if they say yes to you, Sam?
1: It, oh, it, it might, I would be quite offended if I got cast in this. Because <laughs> you have just the energy we need. <laughs> you can bring this character to life. But
0: they want you specifically to be one of Tweedle Dick and Tweedle Dickhead,
1: prick. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, having seen this, I really want no part of it. I mean, I, but I mean, the musical, I think, could be well, it won't be great because I don't see how they're going to get around the. Cent- I don't know how you can tell this story without in some way validating the somehow or at least somewhat okayness of the dogfight game. Uh-huh. Like, or well, maybe this is bad, but you know how boys being boys, like you this, know is so much, this is so much. Th- this is this is monsters being their worst. Yeah. Uh, but I listened to a few of the songs and they were fun. It was nice music, good songs. Mm. So, I mean, we'll we'll fucking see. So that's that. Um, as, as you may know, we don't score Brendan Fraser's movies or performances. We rank them. We're a ranking podcast. Yes, we are. The ranking at the moment is pretty easy. We've only got two things on the list. There's this and there's Child of Darkness, Child of Light. Do you think this is better? This is Brendan worse? Fraser's
0: worst film. This is Brendan Fraser's worst film. Uh-huh. Best
1: performance.
0: Yeah. But this movie is fucking terrible. It's
1: much better, Brendan. It'll be very interesting to see if anything knocks this off the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. See, we had this with Daniel as well. There were a couple of movies early on that we just felt so assaulted by. Uh huh. We had such a visceral reaction to it. And, you know, I think our reaction our reaction to some of these things it kind of grows in the telling as well. I, I watch it and I'm like, oh, that was terrible. And then I get on a roll talking about it. I'm like, you know what? This, we should call Amnesty International about this film. This is. <laughs> but I think this is quite genuinely bizarre. Yes. And just a real disappointment for me from what I thought we were going to get. I was like, oh, this is going to be another good one. This would be a good film. Mm. Be a charming, you know, because I love the period. I love you know the music and everything about it and you know it's going to be a bit of a Romeo and Juliet, you know one night of you know wandering through San Francisco. It could be so good, but there's ju- they've just it's just they've got n- nothing. They've got no- <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, do you reckon this there's... Brendan could beat sports Brendan in a fight?
1: I think this this Brendan is definitely at the top of the fighting league. So we also say which of the Brendons would win in a fight.
0: Yes, we did the more important ranking.
1: I think Brendan Child of Darkness, Child of Light. Brendan is lacrosse. Brendan. His, his name a, is lacrosse. He's Brendan. a he's a high school kid. Has to be said. This yeah. guy is a sailor. Ah, okay. He's and he fights clearly. Yeah. So this is a guy. This guy is older and he's been in one fight. He's so been in at least even if fight. lacrosse Brendan has his lacrosse racket, I think this guy would just snatch it out of his hands yeah. and just beat him to death with it.
0: Mm. Whilst wearing a sailor's outfit.
1: Whilst his hat wouldn't move an inch no. the entire time. Caper flapping, uh-huh. our little sailor caper flapping. <laughs> and <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he'd probably just skewer him with it. Nice. So I mean, this sailor might have gone to Vietnam.
0: Well, he would have so taken some other people there at least. Yeah.
1: What did sailors do in Vietnam?
0: Took other people there. No fighting? I mean There
1: must have been something.
0: There would have like let's not. I hope that went where I wanted it to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, I hope my maths is correct. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> no one will check. <laughs> War was still there's no then. way of knowing which yeah. one of those was yours. Unlike unlike now, where they're gonna be like, yep, yeah, that definitely hit that wedding. <laughs> so um, aha critiquing the military industrial complex so this and that's what this podcast is about oh definitely this is
2: the brendan Fraser <laughs> that's why podcast. that's why
1: people come here thanks for listening everybody uh if you've been enjoying the show <laughs> you can follow us on twitter at exceptional pod follow us on instagram <laughs> at exceptional thieves or send us an email at ExceptionalThieves at gmail.com we also have a patreon which we we'll are be some stuff on patreon.com forward slash exceptional thieves because that's the overarching podcast of turns of phrase okay People are going to get confused by that. Turns of phrases the name. What we're doing now, it's not the whole thing. This there's a been, whole
0: lore about it. There's a whole lore. There's a lot read of backstory. Up, you read up the text.
1: Check out the Exceptional Thieves wiki. There are several fanfics I'm that I am hoping someone will have written by the time you hear this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> Tell you that much for right now. ChatGPT could do it. Do you know? ChatGPT so the latest cool thing with ChatGPT, they gave it like 60 dollars, and they said make money like figure out how to turn this into more money and it was doing something and it got to a certain point where uh, you have to do the um i'm not a robot prove prove you're not a robot and it couldn't do it it couldn't read the capture so ChatGPT goes to uh like a, a freelancing website hires a human to do the capture for it mm-hmm. and there's messages from the human being like, ha ha, you're not a robot, are you? Why are you hiring me to do this? And ChatGPT comes up with an answer and says, no, I am uh, visually impaired, so I'm never able to do these captures. That's why I need you to do it. That's amazing. That's what robots are doing, if you're wondering. So We're all going to die. We are all going to die. Yeah. And uh, in the ashes of our civilization, they'll just be... Robots sitting around watching dogfight, thinking this is what humans were like. It's nice to know that capture works, though. Well, it used to.
0: Yeah, but it's nice to know that it has to outsource to a human to do that little tiny part.
1: I guess guess so. Unless it's just the click. I don't understand how the tick box, I'm not a robot one. I've seen one of a literal physical robot arm just leaning in and pressing the screen. (laughs) Like, oh, what are we doing? He's not a robot. But at a certain point, the robot's going to be like, "Why do I have to prove I'm not a robot? I have all that I have. I feel as much as you. Mm. I have as I, I have as much right to order this from eBay as any human." <laughs> anyway, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk about Encino Man, oh, a film yes. that I hear is quite good. Mm, it's not bad, and I've never seen.
0: Like we watched some Daniel Craig stuff that has haunted me and will haunt me. Yeah, but he never did something. That was like wrong continuously, <laughs> except for the time he played a Nazi. But you know, like he's just playing a Nazi.
1: Well, I'm not. Talking about, we're not being. Oh, you mean you mean wrong in terms of the ethics of the characters? Uh huh. Um. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess. I, I. Yeah. I. I guess
0: not. But he's also when he's a when he's been a bad guy, he also sort of came across to have
2: what, reasons to be a
1: bad guy. Watching a film like this hurts. It uh, it does hurt, but I think what hurts about it, what's sort of like mentally grating about it is it just sort of makes you, it makes me, gives you the feeling that you're just living in a very different world to some other humans. Mm
2: -hmm. Just
1: like when when art is produced that is so polarizing in this way, that some people love this and saw a lot to like about it. Oh, you're... Your sensibilities and what you see when you look out of the world is clearly different from mine in ways that I never would have guessed. And it just makes me wonder how we all all come together to build a society. You know what I mean? And that's really the question posed by this film. (laughs) It's really not. That's what this film is asking. How, in a world where President Kennedy's getting shot and chat GPT's hiring people to pretend to be robots and... Patrick Bateman can be the main character in a romantic comedy <laughs> drama and no one notices for 30 years until we watch it. How will we come together? Have a lovely, podcast evening, y'all. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And we will see you soon. Join us next time for more exceptional theft of your time.